0: Today is Tuesday, September 13th, 2022. This is the Link NKY Daily Headlines Podcast. I'm Matt Spaulding. On today's episode, Dieters brings prominent Republican speakers to Northern Kentucky for Freedom Fest, Covington Board of Education lowers property tax rate, Villa Madonna students honor 9-11 victims. And Northern Kentucky Philanthropist Ava G. Ferris dies at 103. The Link NKY Daily Headlines podcast is sponsored by CVG Airport. CVG Airport has been serving the community for 75 years, and to celebrate this special milestone, the airport is inspiring travel once again with a year-long travel dream sweepstakes. Every month, one lucky winner is chosen to receive an airfare voucher with one of CVG's many airline partners to help make their travel dreams come true. You can learn more about CVG's 50-plus nonstop destinations and enter for a chance to win at cbgairportcom slash cvg75. Dieters brings prominent Republican speakers to Northern Kentucky for Freedom Fest, reported on by Mark Payne. There was everything you would expect at Freedom Fest pro-Trump flags, Make America Great Again hats and memorabilia, and a speaking list that included former President Donald Trump's sons, Eric and Don Jr. One large flag read, Trump won, save America, referencing the debunked claim that President Joe Biden stole the 2020 election from Trump. Kids bounced in a bouncy house and festgoers lined up at the numerous food trucks. Former attorney-turned-gubernatorial candidate Eric Dieter's held the second iteration of Freedom Fest on September 10th at his farm in Morningview. Last year, he said there were 8,000 attendants. This year, he said there are more than 15,000 attendees based on cars counted. It was the largest political rally in northern Kentucky for at least the last 50 years, Dieter said. In addition to the Trumps, the list of headlining speakers included Kimberly Guilfoyle, Candace Owens, and Seth Dillon, the president of the Babylon Bee, a conservative Christian news satire website. Numerous other speakers took the stage throughout the day, notably Dr. Douglas Frank, a Trump ally and frequent speaker about election fraud. Dieters brought in prominent national Republican speakers for the event, which he said he plans to expand this year to 10 locations throughout Kentucky. The next event is planned for October 6th in Pikeville, featuring Newt Gingrich in Dinesh D'Souza, followed by one in Jefferson County on October 20th with former Wisconsin Sheriff David Clark. While the event serves as a way to remember and celebrate 9-11, it's also a campaign opportunity. Dieter's speech took about 15 minutes, though he was slated to speak for 45. His time slot also included a video with shots of Kentucky and some of the things born or created here. Abraham Lincoln, Muhammad Ali, the Kentucky Derby, Post it Notes, and Jiff Peanut Butter. But what does Kentucky need? Dieters asked the crowd rhetorically. Kentucky needs less government and more freedom, Dieters said in the video. We need less regulation and a complete tax system overhaul. Dieters served as MC for the event, taking time to talk about causes near and dear to the conservative heart freedom, guns, mainstream media and the 2020 election. Dieters dug into his relationship with Trump, which he said is important to him, even though the former president endorsed Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron in the Kentucky gubernatorial race. I have never abandoned our president Donald Trump, Dieters said when introducing his son Eric. I admit I was mad for about 24 to 48 hours after the endorsement, but that's it. Trump Sr. and Dieter's met at the Kentucky Derby, where Dieter's paid $75,000 to be in the same room with the former president. Bottom line is, I've decided I'm so part of MAGA and America and fighting for America and Bulldog Nation with you, Dieters said. I'm Trump today, Trump tomorrow, Trump forever. If there was any animosity, it wasn't apparent. And Dieter's and the Trump sons seemed to have bridged the gap, if there even was one. Don Jr. wrapped up the night, followed by Vito's Fireworks and a screening of 2,000 Mules, a film that alleges widespread voter fraud in the 2020 election. It's time to push back. It's time to say enough is enough. It's time, Don Jr. said. It's not racist or misogynistic or homophobic to put America first. Covington Board of Education lowers property tax rate, reported on by Kenton Hornbeck. The Covington Board of Education voted to lower its property tax rate by 17% last week following a similar move by the City of Covington citing increased property value assessments in the city. Superintendent Alvin Garrison recommended a tax rate of 89.5 cents, which is a reduction of 18.6 cents from last year's rate of 108.1 cents. The district also lowered its personal property tax rate from 108.3 cents to 100.2 cents. The tax rate has not been this low since 2003, Garrison said. If adopted, the new property rate would mean the owner of a home within the district valued at $100,000 would pay $895 in property taxes. The amount residents pay is determined by the assessed evaluation of their homes. The district does not cover the entire city of Covington, which is also served in various parts by the Kenton County School District. According to Annette Birchie, Covington's former finance director from 2012 to 2020, the board did not increase property taxes during those years, even though they had an opportunity to. However, during the 2021-2022 school year, the district voted to hike the property tax rate. Burchey cautioned that even though the board is proposing cutting the tax rate by 17%, not all residents will see a decrease. Covington's Board of Education says it plans to use revenue generated from the property tax to keep the salaries of Covington teachers and staff on par with other Northern Kentucky districts, update technology and facilities, and address the needs associated with the district's growing population of English language learners. We believe we should offer the best for our students, teachers, staff, and community, Garrison said. They definitely deserve it. (music) Villa Madonna students honor 9-11 victims, reported on by Link and KY staff. Students at Villa Madonna Academy High School in Villa Hills paid tribute to victims of the September 11, 2001 terrorist attacks with a banner naming every person who died that day. The attacks targeted the World Trade Center in Lower Manhattan and the Pentagon. A fourth plane crashed in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, when passengers overpowered the hijackers on United Flight 93. Investigators suspect the plane was meant to target the White House, the U.S. Capitol, or Camp David, but its intended destination is unknown. All 44 passengers on board perished in the crash, and a memorial now stands at the site. Students of Villa Madonna Academy were given a list of the 2,996 people who died in the attacks. They wrote their names, one by one, on the banner. Their work is now displayed at the school as a locally made memorial to the victims of the terrorist attacks. It's hard to imagine the total number of people who died, but having the students write the names and reflect helps them realize the full impact of an event that happened before they were born, said teacher Jamie Malish. Northern Kentucky philanthropist Ava G. Ferris dies at 103, reported on by Link Nky staff. The names of Oakley and Ava G. Ferris appear all across Northern Kentucky on buildings, in rooms, inside galleries, and atop programs designed to help young people advance in their lives. The long-married couple has been among the most prolific philanthropists in the region for decades. Ava Ferris died last week, Tuesday, September 6th, at the age of 103. She is survived by her husband. Local high schools and colleges, as well as civic organizations and businesses, have benefited from the Ferris's generosity over the years. Their names are featured prominently at Northern Kentucky University, Thomas More University, Gateway Community and Technical College, and elsewhere, including the ballroom at Hotel Covington and a facility at the Carnegie in Covington. Ferris of Covington was born on December 18, 1918, in Havana, Cuba. She married Oakley Ferris, a Northern Kentucky businessman, in 1950. Her 100th birthday attracted a large crowd at Hotel Covington in 2018, where proclamations were read in her honor. A Mass of Christian Burial is scheduled for Saturday, September 17th, at St. Mary's Cathedral Basilica of the Assumption, 1101 Madison Avenue in Covington, at 10 a.m. And those are the headlines we are following for Tuesday, September 13th, 2022. The Link and KY Daily Headlines podcast can be heard Monday through Friday via our website, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Please subscribe, share, and leave us a review. And for more on today's headlines and to see what else is happening around Northern Kentucky, visit LinkNKY.com.